questions or comments. Hey, what's up, you guys? Johnny being here. It is December 17th, 2023. It's 10.05 p.m. Eastern, 7.05 Pacific out here in Santa Cruz, California. And joining me tonight is Eddie and Caitlin of the band Plastic Culture. So let me let me just let our Facebook friends in here really quickly. Facebook makes me uh, edit the audience, which is kind of weird, but there we go. Okay, Facebook is in the house. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Twitch. So let's do this. Let's talk to Eddie and Caitlin from Plastic Culture. Here we go. Ready? Ready. Hi, this is Andy Summers, and you're watching Johnny Bean TV. Thank you, Andy Summers. You guys ever seen him? Yeah. Not live, unfortunately, but we know who he is. Yeah, big fans mm -hmm. of his. Oh, right on, right on. I, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking maybe because I, I was listening to some of your stuff, and I thought maybe there's probably an influence in there somewhere, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> right on. Well, hey, plastic cultures here, Eddie, Eddie, and Caitlin. So thank you, thank you for having us. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And and uh, you guys, if this is your first time here, make sure to smash that subscribe button. We're actually we're, we're trying to get to 11,000 YouTube subscribers. We're, we're literally like 10 away. So I, I think uh, I think we can probably do it. But uh, really quickly, let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean YouTube channel channel membership. It's an awesome way to help support the channel and support these shows. The top tier are the executive producers, and they are currently Sherman Callahan, Michael B. Live, CC, Nova 9, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, Arhabs, Warlag, Patty Dill, Fairfield Guitar Co., Majestic PB and J Cat, Guitarman45, and Janice Lala. Those are the top tier of channel members. And again, consider becoming a channel member to help support the channel and these shows. We're here on YouTube. We're also live on Facebook. John Bean Page. We got Facebook stars. We're basically everywhere. Everywhere there is, we are, we are there. So eventually we'll be live on all those places. <laughs> eventually we'll have a satellite up, up in the air broadcasting these shows world well not we are worldwide you know galaxy wide i guess <laughs> that's the goal <laughs> so plastic culture let's let's start um eddie and, and caitlin how did you how did you meet you want to go first or... you can go ahead and yeah. That. yeah yeah so it was weird so it's funny like i think around 2014 i was playing in another band and i was going to school and working full-time and that all just like went down the drain. Like we broke up and I was going to quit playing music, but like I had a hunch in me that like, I still wanted to do some stuff. So I put up an ad on Craigslist. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was playing with this like cover band at the time down the street, not too far from my house. Side project. Side project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the drummer hit me up. I just put like guitarist kind of like wanting to like try different stuff, you know, kind of branch out and like test myself a little. Right. So he reached out to me. I went over, I think like the week after that. And funny story, I brought all my shit, but I forgot to bring my cables. 
So she was like, what the hell? Who's this guy that's got all these like pedals and like amps and like guitars? Like you got all those freaking cables. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. So, so, well, Eddie, how long have you been playing the guitar? Oh, man, I've been playing since I was in middle school. So probably like fucking 15 years now. Cool, man. I, I can't even tell you how long I've been playing. <laughs> probably double that. <laughs> <laughs> actually or maybe triple that i don't know um but you got some nice guitars behind you by the way thanks man and, and uh so 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 caitlin how when when did you start singing um you know it's kind of funny my like whole family is pretty musically inclined so it's funny i just said this today in another interview um i was like the first time i sang in front of like an audience i was like five years old at my preschool graduation so <laughs> I've kind of always just been singing and been doing stuff. The first song I recorded on, I was like seven because of my brother. Mm -hmm. He was in a band. But um, yeah, it's been kind of like my whole life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So so you, you were in a cover band? It was like a band that, um, yes and no, because like we didn't play shows. So it was honestly for me, it was just something to like keep up my chops and I love to like sing songs that I love, you know, so mm -hmm. we never played anywhere. We never did anything. But the guy was like, it was like his dad was in the band as well. He was the bass player and they really, they really liked me. I liked them too. They're, they were nice people and they asked me if I could be in it because they knew I was in plastic culture doing my own thing. But I was mm -hmm. in the middle of looking for a guitarist, like a new one, because I just, you know, went separate with my other one. So um, that's where, like he said, that's where I met this guy. I didn't know what we were going to do when we first met. So I kind of just like was learning the songs there and then, but um, we just had a free jam. I've always been pretty cool with improvising on the spot. And she, I liked her voice. I was like, as soon as I heard her like sing, I was like, oh man, she's really good. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. And we started, we started jamming and like, we knew, I guess she felt like, yeah, you know what? This is, this is it right here. You know? So, yeah. I like the, like we were just randomly, I was just like, Hey, do something like a, like a psychedelic vibe, like do something like that. And he just started doing some cool stuff and I just started like freestyling over there. And that's when I was like, okay, I think we're, we're a good little fit, you know? And we just mm -hmm. went from there. Mm -hmm. Cool. And that was like 2015. Cool. Yeah. 2015. So that was kind of a while ago now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys start, you started doing, did you start like, did you try learning some covers at first and then try writing your own stuff? Um, I had some stuff that was like, bare bones like it was only it only had the bones like the song yeah, by the bones i mm -hmm. mean like it just had rhythm guitar and vocals that's mm -hmm. it you know and i showed it to him he had some songs too and um we kind of just put our own flavors on it and yeah. that's that's what's out right now we had our own originals the first four. pretty much yeah. yeah yeah so we had our own originals i do covers just because i like only some we'll only throw like two in a set or something like that but just because i love those songs I'm a fan. <laughs> and they're crowd mm -hmm. pleasers. And they too, are right? luckily yeah. crowd pleasers, so yeah, it works. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, it's always it's always good if I mean, especially if you're doing original stuff. If you want to do the original thing, which I think most serious musicians that's what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. You got to throw in some covers that that the that the audience you know kind of knows because they might not know your stuff. You know, if you got new people but they'll know like a you know a good cover here and there and you can change it up a little bit and make it more your style exactly so. yeah i feel like it's a good way to relate to the audience too you kind of get a little taste of like 
oh, they like that music too. They like that song. They like that band, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so who are some bands that, that, that you guys listen to? You want to go first? That's a lot. I, it's a lot. I mean, oh, pick gosh. a decade. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 1930s. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you got me there, dude. Um, we kind of grew up at like the end of the 90s, early 2000s. So I grew up, mm-hmm. and so did he, with like a lot of rage, system of a down. I love Sublime, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, all the 90s bands, like we, that was like our bread and butter. But when I grew up, when he grew up too, like a little bit older, like 18, 19, we found like a little bit younger than that too, like The Doors and Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and 60s Donovan type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so we, mm-hmm. we dove into that stuff for a little bit. But I guess where we grew up with, like the nineties, it's just so much. We listen to so many different bands. It's hard, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, for, oh, corn too. It's corn one of my is, favorite yeah. the other ones that started it for me pretty much. But, um, Pantera, I used to get like, I don't know if you remember like all the different like metal magazines and like circus and yeah. like, um, I was just talking and, about, I do I do Twitch. We're live on Twitch, by the way. I do a lot of Twitch gaming streams as well. And I, I think er- like yeah like I, every night i'm like playing gta and, and red dead and all these games and stuff and and i was actually just doing a stream earlier today and i, I was talking to the, the chat something about about those 80s magazines like metal mm-hmm. edge circus like before there was any internet that's yeah. how you got your info on your favorite bands yeah exactly yeah. So, so i'd get like those and like revolver and a bunch of different ones and um mm-hmm. all the same bands that she grew up with but I just I went a little harder, I guess, like in my later teens and kind of got into like thrash metal for a second and then into death metal. And then I always read up on just different like bands. And I remember reading an article it was like four albums that you must have or something like from the 70s. And it was like the first Black Sabbath album. It was um, the first not the first uh, Pink Floyd one. It was um, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. It was Deep Purple Machine Head. And I forget what the last one was, but that kind of st- honestly like sparked my interest more in classic rock and like 60s and 70s music like i let some from the 80s as well but it was cool because i kind of went like backwards in a way where i was like who who inspired the people that i like you know mm-hmm. and then started mm-hmm. reading into them and checking out their stuff and then kind of just learning more and more and like really falling in love with like 60s 70s psychedelic hard acid rock type stuff you know yeah for, for me yeah i felt hard for that stuff and like my like early adult years i I was like obsessed with it for a while <laughs> mm-hmm. oh i mean music is i mean it's such a great thing especially if, you, if you're a musician and you play i mean there's so many different things to, to choose from and to be yeah. inspired from you know when you write your own stuff or or you know as far as what you want your your music to be you know the look you know i can see your guitars back there and i can definitely see like you know, the 60s thing with, with the, uh, looks like an SG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you got a Strat. That's there. SG. Yeah. Oh, those are, those are awesome. Yeah. Those are awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not the only influence. It's just like, it's, it's really just a bunch of different stuff, you know, like really from like anything 60s to like late 90s, really, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I try to keep yeah. it open mind. And if there's something that's new that catches my interest or, catches my ear i'll give it a shot you know mm-hmm. so do you find yourself being inspired by like uh 
Let's say you hear a song on the radio and you're not really digging the song, but you like the production or you like the, the sound or, or like an effect used on, on the vocal or something. Do you get inspired? All the time. Like I mean, well? It was funny. We came back from the grocery store like last week, right? And some of the neighbors down the street were playing like some Spanish music. And there was some cool little effect on the guitar. It's something we never really do, but it's like, man, that sounds kind of cool. Like you can get inspiration from anywhere, man, to be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so with your, with your, uh, with your music, do you write together? Yeah, yeah we do. And yeah. sometimes usually he'll uh, come with like a, like a rhythm or something or like an idea, like, Hey, what do you think of this? And Oh, that's great. And we'll just build on that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, you demo it. These days, you can demos are so easy to do if you have, you know, GarageBand on your laptop or even on an iPhone, you can just record stuff. And- I guess we do like old school way because we got a. Uh, I love Steve, Steve Arnaz. Shout out to Steve. Um, he is in Redondo Beach, and he has like a. We love the we love him, and we love the studio and what they give us. But um, it's called Total Access, right? Yeah, Total Access. Recording. Yeah, and like Sublime is recorded their biggest album no doubt black sabbath ronnie james dio just like a bunch of heaven and hell van morrison yeah. just like a bunch of huge mm-hmm. people and it's just they're great people there and pennywise anyway yeah i yeah. just i love the production we get and i love the way he works with us so we go to him we do scratch checks with him and then we do our song <laughs> like garage band and all that is cool i think if like you said you want to get a demo yeah and um, kind of yeah. like a scratch track really yeah like a scratch yeah. track of what you really want and then kind of perfect it and mm-hmm. i think if you want to take your music to the next level or be kind of like a little bit more serious, I think it's always good to go into like a studio or somebody that knows what they're doing. You know? Yeah. Like knows how to record, where to place the mics and, and whatnot. Master and yeah. mix all that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's always good to get a, an outside ear on what it is you're doing. You know, you want to go to a, a, a professional. Uh, yeah. I, I was in a band really quickly. I was in a band years ago. And our manager was this guy named Desmond Child, who's a, a songwriter. And m- maybe, you know, if you don't know his name, you'll know his songs. Mm-hmm. You'll, right. know, you'll know like Bon Jovi, You Give, you give Love a Bad Name, Living yeah. on a Prayer. Yeah. Those are his two of his songs. Um, Aerosmith, Dude Looks Like a Lady, you know, all it's oh, wow. countless, <laughs> countless stuff. Yeah. So so anyway, so so I was actually living in the guy's house. And I was doing guitars for we, we were in this band and and you you know working with the pro with the with the uh, en- with engineers with producers you get feedback that maybe you didn't think of so it's always it's always good you know it can be always good to to go out and get outside uh, outside help with what it is you're doing but the more you do the better you get and you can start doing that stuff yourself too. True. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, start learning, so. watching what they're doing while they're, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially these days. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody has like a home studio. Everybody's an Instagram photographer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By the way, this is a podcast. We're on Spotify right now. Are you guys on Spotify? We you probably, are. probably are. Yeah. We had a pretty good year this year mm-hmm. with our, did you do your wrapped this year? Spotify wrapped artist or wrapped? Uh, I have like one listener on Spotify for <laughs> my music, for the podcast. It's a different, for the show, it's a different story for my original stuff. I got nothing going on there. So mm-hmm. I didn't even bother, but, but uh, 
but I do know, I do know there is a, the, the recap and, and yeah, I logged in there and it, like it, it, it went to like all these different pages of like, Hey, this is a great year for you. This, this, yeah, this. yeah it does all I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was cool. Well, that's awesome. Cause I, I know with, uh, with streaming, you know, cause I mean, I hate to say it, but nobody, you know, people that they don't buy music anymore. They steal it. You know, yeah. it's not, yeah, not that we're doing that. We don't do that, but, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough getting your music out there. So you kind of, to have something like Spotify or, or, um, even even YouTube, wherever, where you can stream your music, where you can get it out there to people, you know, get them, you know, get them to the shows, and then you kind of give them a taste of what it is you're doing, and then, and then really a lot of it, well, you guys know this, is like merch, merchandise yeah. Yeah. at the shows, t-shirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, you it's know. really playing shows and merch, like you said. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So really quickly, let's say hi to some people here. We got we got some people watching us tonight. We got Ron Gunner. What's up, man? We got Dwight Bailey. We got Dan Gorman. We got Keith H. We got Ryan Fraley. Let's see. We got Janice Lala. We got Lewis. Uh, let's keep going. By the way, you guys, if you see uh, Nightbot spamming links in the chat, that's me. And those are affiliate links with Sweetwater. So you can trust those links. Let's see. We got Chris King. Cool, Johnny. The satellite. That's the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Chris King. He's in Australia right now watching us, actually. Wow. So eventually there'll be the, the Johnny Bean TV satellite broadcasting these shows, you know, to other planets. For Chris, yes. um, are you going to go to Monophoma? Where Where is that? It's Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chris. Actually, um, it's a big festival put together by the basis of um, the Violent Femmes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Who are great guys. Cool. <laughs> right, right on. Let's see. Yeah, we got Music Therapy Laz doing great, he says. Yeah, there we go. What's up, you guys? uh let's see amiga amiga rules hello welcome yeah everybody in the chat if you're watching us live let us know in the chat where you're watching from i'm in santa cruz california where are you guys based at we're in orange county la we're in a city where it's literally in the middle of both it's yeah like right next to a city called cyprus if you've ever heard of mm -hmm. it the next oh, yeah yeah. yeah, I know Cyprus. Yeah, actually, I, I, I live up here, but uh, I listen to, do you know KFI AM 640, the radio station? Yeah, it's out of Long Beach, isn't it? Or yeah, 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 it's down there. So I'm always hearing about the Cyprus freeway. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. like, like all the accidents and all the, all the craziness going on down there. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm always hearing about that it's on the Cyprus. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Thank you, music. <laughs> Uh, therapy, I didn't get the, it went away. I'm sorry, but yeah, no. it went away. There we go. I got Music it. therapy, Laz. Yeah. We, thank yeah. you. That show was freaking awesome. It was amazing. And they're, um, great dudes. They invited us backstage cause they came back in LA to the Novo mm -hmm. and, uh, it was just really cool. We just got to see them and chill and not play a show, but just chill with them. Yeah. So the mm -hmm. bass player, Brian Ritchie invited Brian Ritchie. us. Such cool dudes though. Yeah. But it was the show that we did with them at Santa Fe. Such a fun show, sold out. Sold out over, over 55. five, 
55. Over 55,000 people. We were no, no, 100, 100. Shit, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> 5,500. <laughs> no, no, man. That'd be sick, though. That'd be yeah, like no so It feels like, well, it can feel like it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we got 55,000 people watching us right now. <laughs> I mean, it seems like 30. But, yeah. No, once I get that satellite going, you know. We'll be we'll be broadcasting the show everywhere, and you guys will have to come back when when we're broadcasting to other planets because we got we'll have to get you guys on tour to Mars, you know. Yeah. Also, I got to shout out somebody and give them love for complimenting my gold strap. Thank you. I just I can't see anymore because there's a lot more in the comments. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome gold strap, man. Thank you. See, I told you guys I've got this effect box, and it it, it does all these sounds. And people dig it so, so so we do it you know and this is it's a podcast so it, it you know it helps um really quickly i mean yeah let's talk about your your guitar for a second i noticed you've got you've got some endorsements and and i noticed you have an endorsement with uh the nut buster that's something we were talking about a couple of weeks ago on one of my other shows because we i do a guitar show yeah so what 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 is the nut buster so I have an SG. I bought it brand new in 2016 when it first came out. I'm a huge Tony Wyoming fan, and I love seven-string mm -hmm. guitars. They finally did a run of seven-string SGs, limited run of like 300 in white and 300 in black. Now, I was looking for some time because I love whammy bars and whatnot. I had a custom-made um, Stets bar for it from um, Eric Stets bar, who actually makes them out of New York, the guy who invented mm -hmm. it. And using a tremolo system you know how difficult that'd be getting out of tune all the time i wanted to look for some type of system that could keep it in tune without permanently modifying the headstock so pretty much what the nut buster is it, it's a floating locking uh not tuning system but it's like a floating locking nut and you could fine tune because it has fine tuners on it but if you didn't want to like drill into your own headstock to kind of you know that ruins like the the value of your guitar permanently modifies it it's a good alternative to like a like a locking floyd nut so it, it basically sits behind the nut like above the nut closer to the tuners and it floats it floats in the air you lock them in and it, it works exactly the same as a floyd rose there right there yeah very cool yeah oh and that's your guitar right there mm -hmm. yeah cool man very good yeah there you are you guys make sure to check out uh, plastic culture's website it's uh plasticcultureofficial.com let's see where's the home there we go hey let's talk about this okay sure <laughs> you'll be playing at the nam show the adj arena plaza stage anaheim convention center january 28th 2024 anaheim california that that's a pretty good gig yeah, yeah. thank you we're pretty stoked thank this you. is actually like our first year performing at nam so yeah. we're pretty stoked on it <laughs> mm -hmm. same as you we've been going for years but yeah, like we've been going for this year actually or next year we're going to perform it yeah we submitted to do it because like they pick you you know and we decided to do it i think you did actually for mm -hmm. us like this year he sent it in and i think that's dope we got picked so we're yeah. really excited to to perform it that's mm -hmm. awesome yeah that's awesome the nam show was a lot of fun 
It is. And and yeah, this will be like my tenth or eleventh. I think my tenth year. But there was no there was no in person show um, of uh, twenty one. I think there was twenty. There twenty twenty one. There was no in person. And then after that, it got kind of weird. It was like online. Was like yeah, there was one online. And yeah. then when it went back to Nam in person, it it wasn't in January. It was mm -hmm. like in in March or in June or it was really like it kind of threw a lot of people off. Yeah. But I think uh, I think this year. Yeah, because I'll be there. I'll be there uh, starting okay. January, January 24th, January right. 24th. I'll be there. Um, and it's just it's an amazing show. It's basically uh, a, a convention for musical instruments. A lot of artists are there, a lot of technology, musical technology stuff. And to play to play there, to play live, that that's great exposure. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is. So congratulations on that. And I'll 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 be there. Literally, I'll I'll be I'll be in the audience. Awesome. Thanks, well, we're Johnny. gonna come and say hi to you then. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a wow, that, beer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great, you guys. So let's see. Let's see. So so how how many like like right now like what what you've got the shows coming up what uh what's what's the next step for for uh for plastic culture you want to take anyone well we're gonna we're gonna start recording some stuff we actually have some songs that we're gonna re-record i think like one or two and then we have a new one that we're gonna record mm -hmm. so we're gonna be hitting the studio pretty soon while we're doing shows so that's yeah. kind of what we're what, what would you say um that's one of the things you know we're gonna have another feature with k-rock and that's going to be for april 27th we're going to be direct supporting smash mouth and everclear but aside from that we want to branch out so now we want to kind of dominate the coast you know up and down california so we got mm -hmm. oc on lockdown we want to go up to san francisco we're in the middle of locking in a show i think in June or July with a festival up there. Yeah, a lot of festivals yeah. for 2024, it looks like for us. We're doing a lot, which is cool. I'm yeah. Excited. <laughs> We're heading into San Bernardino as well for our first casino show at the Yamava. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then we're moving into Arizona and kind of moving into Nevada, just starting to branch out and dominate the states nearby. Yeah, play a little bit more than we have over there because like, mm -hmm. we really haven't touched that area too much, you know? The only outside show we've done out of California was in New Mexico for the UFO Festival last year, which was cool because like we paid for our travel and everything, and our like, hotel and, like brought us out. That was really fun. Yeah, the festival was pretty cool. It was yeah. good. Um, and we were like different from what they normally get. So the crowd was really cool. It, it was a cool experience. Like mm -hmm. they seemed to really like like the rock and the reggae mix you know yeah <laughs> surprisingly yeah and the country well, crowd um big bear too big bear's another area that's kind of further out but not too far out mm -hmm. but they they love us in big bear too big yeah. bear is pretty cool mm -hmm. right on yeah so the festivals that's the way to go is, yeah is to play to play festivals so that's congratulations on that that's thank you that's, thank you. that's awesome i wish i was playing festivals <laughs> That'd be that'd be amazing. <laughs> cool. Well, right on, right on, you guys. Let's see in the chat. Any questions for for plastic culture? Let us let us know. Yes, we do have a YouTube channel. It's Plastic Culture Official. Thank you, Peggy. There we go. Hey, Peggy. Yeah, all all their links are down below in the description of this video. 
You guys are on Instagram. I know that because we, we collaborated on Instagram post earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're not on on Twitter. No, we're not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> were, were you on Twitter before? A lot no. of people left Twitter. A lot of people got mad and split. I love Twitter. Let me just say I've been on Twitter since 2008 or 2009. And I tweet all day, all day long, every day. And, 2008 and, or 2009, really? Yeah. Wow. I was this like, channel. This channel has, has been since 2006. That, that's crazy. I was I'm like, one of the crazy. original YouTube channels. That's really that's that's like an OG. OG. Applause, <laughs> applause <laughs> myself. It's no, well, I mean, we're struggling to get a let to eleven thousand subscribers, but but uh, no, it's it's um, oh, the internet's awesome, huh? Yeah, yeah, it it's a great tool for networking. Seriously, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, look, we met. We, we wouldn't yeah. have met if it wasn't for the internet. And then we're going to meet at the NAM show Jan- January 28th? Yes. January yeah, 28th. January 28th. Is it? Yeah. That, that's going to be great. Yeah. So in the chat, in the, in the chat, any, any questions, comments? Johnny is the godfather of YouTube channels. Thank you, music. <laughs> Janice has played festivals. Right on, Janice. Right on. Let's see. I know you guys can see the chat. Questions, questions for plastic culture. Let's see if I can if I can think of a, a question. How often do you guys write together? How often do you write songs? Um, you know, so my philosophy in hers is quality over quantity. You don't have to write a bunch of songs. Like honestly, you should put your focus on putting out your best material because the game has changed. It's completely mm-hmm. changed. It's about singles now. Nobody releases albums. You mm-hmm. have, you know, more options as a consumer now to like just get, just hear exactly what you want to hear and nothing else. It sucks and it's it's good and it's bad because as a creative, you're always trying to put out your best work. You know what I mean? Especially when you're putting money into marketing, studio time, everything. I mean, studio musicians. It's her and I, but we get like really, really good studio musicians to like fill in for the drums, mm-hmm. for horns, whatever else, you know. But um, we have a few songs, a few new ones that we're really, really confident in. And we have a game plan, like long-term and short-term goals to put them out and kind of get the most out of them. I think the best way to look at it is kind of like, I know everybody has an opinion on them and mine is probably similar to yours, but Gerda Van Fleet, right? They put out... I think four singles or so and one song hit and that's what kind of you know got them moving even if they're really redundant and sound a lot like led zeppelin but <laughs> i've actually never heard them really but no i've i've never i've never heard them but i keep hearing they sound like led zeppelin so i kind of feel like i've heard them i kind of feel like i've heard it but in in, in a bad way in, in a sense of like they're not even trying to hide it but then they deny it yeah but that's that's what i'm trying to say like in today's game as a creative you're not it's not about just putting out a song every month you want to put out good songs songs that are like going to catch somebody's ear you know like they're Mm -hmm. they're catchy their quality you're doing something different it's you got to like find a good balance you know what i mean yeah oh kingdom come that's true and you know what's sad they got a lot of shit they did but you you brought that up i did saying like they got a lot they got hated on the 80s because they were like a ripoff you know yeah but then this band got huge in like 2020 whatever you know sounding like 
being kind of a ripoff, you know? Yeah, like a <laughs> ripoff. It's, but... it's, it's different, you know, I guess. And what he's trying to say is we do write as much as we can, but we're really hard on ourselves. We are. We're always changing the song or trying to add stuff or take away some stuff that we think is fit. So sometimes we're our own worst enemy with that. But I feel like with me personally, too, I don't like to just put out a song right away. I like to sit on it, work on it for a little bit. To agree with, um, I think it was Matt. Matt's correct. The competition's crazy. You're not just competing with music, too. You're yeah. competing with all sorts of entertainment today. I mean, why come out to somebody's show if they could sit at home and watch something on Hulu or Netflix that on they really want? Or, yeah. yeah, you know, so you got to put shit out there that's really catching people's ear and that's really, really good because the, the competition is is crazy. hot. Yeah. It's hot, right? Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. it's every it's it's everything. Like, like I've said earlier, everybody has a, a recording studio, I mean, in their pocket with their phone. Yeah. And and it's all, I mean, entertainment is everything now. Like you were saying, you got the streaming, you got you got Netflix, you got uh, uh, well, video gaming. Like I was just saying, I play video games live on Twitch every night. And <laughs> and that's that's entertainment. I'm you know, if I get six people over there watching me, it, it's 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 a win. You know, because right. if I went out and played, you know, at a local bar here, you know, I don't know if I could even get that many people. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, look at this. We got 31 people here right now. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Smash that thumbs up. Thanks. See, this is awesome. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, you want to put out your 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 best work and and uh, but. But it's it's great now because you can, I mean, you can get ideas from anywhere. You can create songs, and it's not just music. I mean, you you become like a brand. Like with what I do here, I'm a musician. I play guitar. I've been in bands. I've done all sorts of touring and, and stuff or whatever. Um, but I've been doing like the talk show thing, the podcast thing on YouTube for the past like eight years, nine years, or whatever. You know, so this is kind of like what I've been doing. But I would love to be in a band. I would love to be out there playing festivals i mean that's that just sounds like i mean some i was in a band we played south by southwest one year in austin texas nice. so so i so that's that's kind of a festival so i, I kind of know the festival stage and stuff but but i would love to be doing that stuff myself but it's it's awesome that, that you guys are doing that and and it's all entertainment you know, you can be creative with with your marketing, with with uh, your Instagram posts, your your TikTok. Are you guys on TikTok? No, we're we don't not use actually it. on TikTok. Oh. We've been told to get on it a yeah. lot. <laughs> we can really use Instagram. That's our our main thing is really Instagram, and that's been working really well. So we're using that. Like so. we, again, it, you got to find like a fine line as a creative of what you want to be and what you want to do. Do you want to be an influencer or do you want to be like, I know like people today that are like in the music or kind of YouTube scene, whatever, like they're YouTubers and they're like um, podcasters and they put themselves out there a lot. Like that's good because you want to, you want to go out and like reach as many people as possible. But then you start to kind of like the, you get looked at a little differently. You know what I mean? Like our whole thing is we want to, we want to make music and be presented as an, as a legit artist. Like, we don't want to like be an influencer. Also, we like our privacy too. You know what I mean? Like that's something that a lot of people don't have anymore because like everybody wants you to be on every fucking little app and everything. And everybody wants you yeah. to like always sell yourself twenty four seven. And it's like ah, that's it's it's kind of refreshing to just back up and be like, 
It's not us, you know. Kind of like the mysterious, like Jim Morrison type of vibe, you know. Like, yeah, that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that as well. Did you guys see the movie? I did. The Doors? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a good family friend of ours, of my parents, was in that film. Really? He was. He was, he was the Native American. Was he? Oh, crazy! Yeah. Was it for yeah. the the first one of Val Kilmer or yeah. the yes the Oliver Stone one, right? Yeah, the Val Kilmer one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. For sure. Cool. That's yeah, he was cool. in that. He was telling us stories about about doing that movie. That's cool. That's really years cool. ago. Um, yeah, yeah. So I would just say, as as far as like social media and all that stuff, um, yeah. If, if you're if you're you know doing you know if you're a band if you're whatever it is a brand, I mean, plastic culture is your is your brand. Yeah. Um, I would say. Uh, well, you're on Instagram, which is great, but TikTok is a really big thing. And I know a lot of people are terrified of it. They're thinking all sorts of stuff. But the thing is, you can get, well, I, I'm sure you guys know this already. You can get your music yeah. on there. Right. You can, you can be creating posts. You can have other people sharing your music out there and just spreading, you know, your, your stuff without you even doing anything. Yeah. True. Yeah. And, but Instagram is very similar to that as well. So if you know how to run Instagram, TikTok is a similar type of thing. Let me just say, I don't watch regular TV. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I look at Instagram. Oh. I mean, TikTok. Well, both. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is so fried from doing these shows all the time. See? <laughs> I love doing this stuff, though. I love I, I love being on, you know, I love being on camera and and uh, but but um, it's. It's just a, it's a, it's a it's a weird 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 thing, you know. Janice, Janice, thank you. Yeah, thank you Ryan. Thank you Janice. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you guys follow Plastic Culture on Instagram. Link is down below. I know that. But is it is it at Plastic Culture? Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, 1C. Together. One C. I heard you say that on the other, other interview I was listening to. Yeah, I always get to say that because everybody's like, I tried to do this. Like, no, no, no. It's just, just one C. <laughs> one C. That, that's a good. That, that's 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 awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, any anything anything you wanna you wanna add? Your ne your next show. Uh, well, technically, our next show is gonna be the the Nam show, January twenty eighth. So we're excited about that, but. After that, February 23rd, San Pedro, um, we're going to be playing with a band called Long Beach Dove All Stars. And then yeah. the big yeah. show, uh, April 27th, direct supporting Everclear and Smash Mouth. Yeah, April 27th, oh, Santa Fe Springs, California. And we are in the middle of working on a few other ones as well. Yamava. That's is, confirmed too, but that's like way that's out. That's way so, out, August 25th yeah. or something. I'm like just that. talking about the, the ones in the beginning of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, hey, Plastic Culture, Eddie, Caitlin, thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you. definitely keep in touch. Thanks, everyone. Keep in touch. I know. Well, I've, I've got I've got you, Eddie. I've got you on on uh, on the net. So keep in touch, you guys. I will see you guys at the NAM show. At her. <laughs> and and uh, I'll uh, I'll uh, I might stream. Actually, I, I I do a lot of live streaming from the NAM show, walking around oh, cool. going oh, to nice. different booths and stuff. So I'll definitely I'll stream your show. So so we'll we'll get you guys out there some more. Oh, and, somebody's from Towns in San Pedro, huh? 
Oh, nice. Come out, man. Nice. February 24th. Home of the Minutemen. Nice. <laughs> San Pedro, <laughs> my hometown. Right on. Oh, Matt's well, tube of you. Yeah. <laughs> right and on, you yes, guys. We are on Spotify, Keith. It's uh, just plastic culture. Two C's, though. Separate. Two C's. Plastic culture. Two C's. You got to hold it like like this, both like this, though. C's. Yes. <laughs> or it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> cool, you guys. Well, hey, thank you so much. And don't hang up yet. Don't hang up. We'll say, we'll say goodbye offline. You guys, thank you. Thanks for watching. All the links, Plastic Cultures links, are down below in the, in the description here on YouTube. And if you're watching us on Facebook, come over to YouTube, please. Thank you to all, all our channel members. Thank you for your continued support for this channel and these shows. I will see you guys tomorrow from Guitar Center. And no, I don't work there. Although people think I, I should be. Yeah, actually, I do these live streams from Guitar Center all the time. Yeah. And I, I do I do like reviews of guitars and stuff. So nice. Okay. That's what I do on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you guys from Guitar Center tomorrow. And and uh, Plastic Culture, thank you again. Don't thank hang you. up. You guys. Thank you. You guys follow them on, on Instagram. Click on their website. Listen to them on Spotify. Buy their merch. Go to their shows. And you guys will have to come back. Well, I'll talk to you guys when I see you at the NAMM show. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll talk. And thank so, you, Ron. Thank, thank you, you everybody in the chat. Thank, thank you, everyone. Johnny. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Johnny Bean, Johnny Bean TV. Bye-bye. Right on. <laughs>